What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a new, new episode of Love That For You podcast. You've got your hosts, Pat and Jules, here. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Well, I feel first that we, like, should apologize. I don't know. I feel bad for missing two weeks. That is a long time. Mm -hmm. I know with my podcast, like, I mean, it's whatever if they miss a week, but I do feel guilty about it. I feel like I like giving you guys a weekly update with everything and we just fell short we yeah i hate to say we fell short we didn't have episodes the last two weeks it's because of our planning and though. well part of it was yeah our planning and just our moving situation i mean you yeah. guys probably follow us on social media you have seen that um we are now finally living in new york yep and through that whole process, and when I say that whole process, I mean about the whole past year and a half, Yeah. Um, but kind of down to the wire there, our podcast stuff, the equipment we use was just all packed up. And yeah, it was just, yeah. I think the last, last week's episode, we were like, we don't even know where it is. Like it was with movers. It was in my dad's car. It was in the garage. Like it was just all over. Yeah. And then when we moved last week, anyway, it doesn't even matter. We could skip over yeah. that. We're, we're in New York. We're so sorry about not having episodes, but going forward, we're back on track. Um, we are finally in our apartment. We are in Brooklyn, and it is coming along together. Coming along together. It is coming along. It is it's coming, coming along well. Um, do we want to talk a little bit about... Let's just talk about the move. The, the, yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. Like yeah. the move and kind of the whole motivation just kind of give a whole update on the yeah. move um you want to start no you start okay i guess man even taking it back to pre you know you've heard us talk about long distance we did long distance we get married moved to new york 2020 that's when we were going to get married covid why are you going over this we're going way back now I feel like we shouldn't go way back but our goal had been to get to new york and we had fallen um obviously covid we weren't going to move to new york we moved to philadelphia and it just took us a little bit longer to get here actually today i was walking and i was like it doesn't really feel real that we're here only because mm -hmm. i feel like it's a little too late like n like not in a bad way i feel like i missed like i should have already been here like this should be our second yeah. third year here and mm -hmm. i don't know if it's because of my age or I don't know. I just feel like I feel behind in the get back to New York because I feel like we're still in like a work like mode with in our lives. And I think if COVID didn't hit, maybe we would be like, maybe we would have a baby. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like things would have been different. And, and it's not for the better or the worse. I just, mm -hmm. that's not how it worked out. But I was just like, wow, it's really weird how like life can take you in <laughs> ways that yeah. you just don't picture you know i was recently telling somebody and uh, um i guess over the last two weeks when we didn't have a episode i turned 35 yeah and i was talking to somebody about that and you know we, this was leading up to the move how i'm feeling as 30 at 35 and i was like i think i had envisioned at 35 for us we would be moving out of new york mm -hmm. because you would be pregnant or we would yeah. have a kid yeah it's and weird. Yeah, it's a lot of it is out of our control. And and that's not I mean, necessarily even what we would want right now. I just think no. it's like the, I'm trying really hard to to listen to the like everything happens for a reason. Like you are where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And I think 80% of the time I do believe that there are some times where I'm like, you know, comparing yourself and you feel behind and whatever. So but at the same time, like in terms of kids and stuff, like we're not. That's no. a choice, and no. we're just not. Yeah, doing it, absolutely. You know? We could, if we were ready, we would have kids, or we would be trying to have kids. Yeah. Who knows if it would happen? But so, um, but we are now one week, a week and a day yeah. settled in, and you know we still have, we still yeah. have a lot of stuff that's not where it's gonna be. Just yeah. stuff waiting to be un. Not unpacked. We Everything like is unpacked. Unpacked because I was like, I can't focus on anything until at least shit is away. Yeah. So everything is like away, and we actually have a little bit more storage than I thought. Like we've got some room. Mm -hmm. Um, our couch is a little bigger than I thought. Mm -hmm. Kitchen um, table kitchen a little table, bigger than we not thought. Sure if I'm gonna keep that here, mm -hmm. that hates me. I just whatever. We're trying to figure out. I I told myself I wanted this to be a home that I 
feel 100% done and it's just going to take some time. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I also wanted to say I really appreciate some of your messages. I've gotten so many messages of people just being like, you're like, I'm so happy you guys are back in New York. Like, that's where you belong. Like, you're thriving. Like, just all of these, all of these things that people I feel like have been waiting for us to like finally take the jump. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten a lot of these messages, probably yeah. not one one hundredth of the messages you have got. People that are just, just so very sweet. supportive, people that are just very like, I don't know. And, and it, it honestly is the best feeling when you read something and you get a message and people are just genuinely happy. And I don't know. You and I are some people who read every message we get. We don't always get to reply to every message, but we read them and we see them. It's just been so nice. Like I'm, I've been flooded with DMs lately, so if I haven't gotten back to you, I'm apologizing. But just for different things, you know, it's mm-hmm. nice to see people like what they think and like just all of you guys are really supportive. Ninety nine percent of you. So yeah, um, a lot of you though had dissenting opinions on the table and couch I know. situation. I, have put it up. I don't know. I know it's not it. <clears throat> I know that. It's, and we can't really give a picture of it, or we can't give you like, but the couch is a little big and our table is a little big. Yeah. Um, so they just make the space feel a little cramped, but it's also like we spent money on these things. So what do we do? How do we do it? Yeah. Um, and they're both pretty practical for us too. Right now until like I have a different option, I do need, yeah, I just... I don't know. We don't have to go into it. I'm just yeah. not sure like which direction we want the couch and where and the table and blah, blah, blah. And all the things that take a while to figure out. Um, we will get there. We will get there. We'll get it all figured out. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. And I think part of it too is just like spending time here. The more time we spend here, the more comfortable everything will f- feel and be. Yeah. yeah. Um, and everybody who we've talked to that is in New York or, um, has said like that's everybody's experience in new york of having not enough space space, having to like our kitchen table right now is doubling as kitchen table and our workspace and we're two people who work from home so that's just gonna be how it is and i think for a lot of people in new york that's their experience so i don't think it's anything that's too unique to us Mm -hmm. um our willow starting to settle in nicely i'd say she's been such a saint she honestly has been amazing yeah and like i think i expected her to be a little bit i don't know like she grew up in philly so she had a year there she had a year at the beach Mm -hmm. now she's in new york like she's fine like i think the small apartment doesn't bother her at all it was the only thing that was a little tricky was trying to get her to go to the bathroom but it only it took her like three days and then she was she's in a routine like she's Mm -hmm. got her spots and she goes and it's fine i'm sure sometimes it'll be more difficult but yeah, I don't know. It's it's good. I think now we're trying to find somebody maybe consistent to be able to like watch her, which mm-hmm. another flood of DMs that I appreciate you guys. I will find somebody. I will get back to, I don't know. I have to look through them, but. Yeah. Um, we took Willow to, what park is it called? Fort Green Park. Fort Green Park. Um, because in the mornings you can do off leash and we just had such a good time there. Um, was Willow was really confused about what to do there yeah. because that was like an experience she's never had because it's not a dog park no it's, it's just, just a park, park. So and there are dogs walk. everywhere okay, but as soon as we got <clears throat> in yeah she like hit this woman and this woman's running and yeah. there's literally a hundred dogs which that was the woman's fault that was not willow's uh, yeah. fault but, she, but she's like oh and i'm like first of all she didn't yeah. hit you that hard yeah Two, she... you're running with a bunch of like wild animals like whatever yeah we ended up meeting at this is so funny if I want to find this couple. But yeah. They if you know this couple, yeah. please send them we to need us. We to get their number. So we met this couple. They ha- they was the only other great team in the park. So obviously mm-hmm. me, Pat, and the couple, we see each other and we're like, oh my God. So we call our dogs over. Then the dogs are playing. They're like a perfect match. The couple knows our beach town that we're from. They're, they go there all the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they were married. I think they were married, and her name was her Julia. Name was Julia, too. and they had a great Dean. Yeah, it was so cute. I was like, "Oh, these would be like, you know, good. Yeah. we're trying to they're, be friends." They're in a high rise right near that park, yeah. right near where we are. If we see them again, I think we should definitely like. I don't know. Yeah, try and make them. like try and make new friends. Yeah, try and get their number, go to dinner, have dog yeah. playdates. Like that would be fun. That would be fun. The dogs were like pretty much the same size too. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Yeah. We are just settling in. We appreciate your guys' patience. The biggest update is just us settling in. I don't know. Um, yeah. We've been 
I've been overwhelmed with just <clears throat> trying to get back into like work mode from what I feel like has been like a month and a half of being out of it. Yeah. Definitely um, one of the big motivators for us to move was, I mean, professional reasons. We Where we were in New Jersey was like served its purpose for us, but it wasn't it wasn't a place where you and I felt motivated. It wasn't a place where you and I felt creative. It, it wasn't a place you and I felt like home. So far, almost every day we've gotten dressed and like done stuff. And yeah. I can't remember the last time that we did that a, more than a day in a row. Yeah. You know, like it just feels good. I went to a workout class this morning. Like I got out of the house. I'm going to go to dinner tonight with some friends. Like mm -hmm. it's just. You know, there's some downsides, but there's more upsides. Like, yeah. there's way more. It feels good. Um, I feel motivated. I'm really excited. We have, like, a busy month of March. I'm just, yeah, it feels good. So, that's that's it. We're, we'll yeah. keep you guys updated with just how things go. Obviously, <clears throat> I am coming back to YouTube. I've been off YouTube. So, I'm going to vlog a little bit. Hopefully, get that up soon. But, um, yeah, we're just excited. Yeah, I think, right yeah, now. in in terms of, I mean, you just talking about, like, vlogs, and I'm sure those that follow, like, have seen more content on Instagram, more content on TikTok, yeah. like, this has felt, for us, and if you guys have been a listener for a while, you've heard us kind of go through our, our rut era, mm -hmm. and it kind of finally feels like we're coming out of it for... A little in bit, a way. in a way, just being, being We're rejuvenated, having that refresh, yeah, having out of it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and and it's not something that has been super easy. I mean, we and I think it'll take time. Like, mm -hmm. I still feel it'll a little bit, but I I feel the motivation at least coming back. Yeah, and I think the other thing, um, with that for us is just to say thank you to you guys. Um, to all of the listeners, you guys have gone, you guys have been listening and gone through a lot with us and we appreciate that. You guys are the reason we, we do this podcast, why we like creating content. Um, so thank you guys. Yeah. Um, should we get, should get into, into this episode? Um, first of the month, the first of the month, every first episode of pretty much every month we do our advice column. Um, we were going through the things that you guys wrote in this time and there's a lot and there's a lot of good ones too yeah i guess we should just let's just get into it let's, let's just give them what they want let's just do it i have a coworker that i really don't love and she keeps asking me to hang out we've hung out before but i just don't really vibe in my opinion and on top of that i don't love her as a coworker either i don't want to mm. completely ghost her because we work very closely together on the same team and i want our work relationship to be as positive as possible how should i handle her texts asking to hang out to hang out outside of work if I really don't want to. This one makes it hard because it's the question of, you know, do your coworkers have to be your friends? Should mm -hmm. they be your friends? Yeah. Should you force it? Obviously, this person's looking for a friend at work because where else do you make friends as adults? Yeah. Yeah. At my previous job, I had a really good group of coworkers and um, I'm smiling saying that because I used to always call them my coworkers and not call them my friends. Mm -hmm. And some of them would get not mad at it, but they would give me a hard time. They're like, dude, we see you three times a week. Why don't they you were just literally your only friends? They were my too. only friends. And some of them are still people I love and adore. Yeah. I don't talk to them as much, but they were definitely friends. Um, it's hard because, you know, you're saying you really don't vibe well. So, like, immediately my thought is, like, you don't have to be friends just because you're coworkers. Yeah. I think there's probably a way to, like, let her down or him down. Mm -hmm. I think nicely. for me, there's, like, part of it is you need to experience going out with this person if they're pushing on it. Because it's, the upside is... Um, like you go, you have a good time. Like maybe you learn more about them that you find interesting or like can move past some of that initial knot. And the downside of just like saying no, or like possibly like screwing that up in like a, like coming off rude or something like that can impact work, which could be way worse. The other thing is if you say yes, go out with them, you know, go get a drink, go get coffee, whatever. And 
hopefully if it's not a great time, like they will realize that and then they're not like pushing again to do it again. You're just like definitely more two sided than you think. Like mm -hmm. if you don't vibe, they're not going to vibe. Hopefully. And at the same time, no matter what, if you just give it a chance, it'll make your work relationship better. Mm -hmm. I always feel like it's better to just like go and see what happens. I also think like give this person the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go once and like don't knock it i guess until you try it and yeah and who knows they might be a different person outside of work yeah. you might meet them outside of work and they're like oh i feel like i'm such a different person i yeah. have to hide who i am at work and yeah you might really like yeah you might enjoy them actually become friends with them mm-hmm. sometimes you can tell right away <laughs> definitely don't don't get me wrong in my last job i had a really good group of friends and then there were some others that were like and they the other ones would like hang the other ones well <laughs> There were other people that would hang out with us, and they were always just on the outskirts of the friendship, friend group. But I don't know. He's in my thoughts all day, every day. Should I text him first text? I'm 21, and he's 32. Hmm. I'm always going to say yes to this. Yeah. I am your girl for when it comes to being the first one to do anything. Making that first move, age barrier... Uh, or age, not age barrier, age difference. That is something that is right up our alley. I also just feel like this to me, I just don't feel like you have anything to lose. And I'm mm-hmm. typically not like that with a lot of topics, but I feel like you genuinely don't have anything to lose. Yeah. I think some of the like the fears and hesitations, like there's maybe social stigma around that age difference. Maybe you would hesitate to tell your your family or your close friends about the age difference. But if it's something you're confident in and the situation that you're setting up, then go all in. Like there's nothing for you. I think nothing for you to really be afraid of nothing for you really to lose. You send a text and he says like, no, sorry, not interested. Or like, who knows? I think like a lot of good can come from thoughts that. all day. Yeah. So you really have to text him. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, you'll have more regret not doing it than not trying it than trying it and if something goes wrong. Yeah. Because that whatever goes wrong could go wrong with if he's any age. You, yeah, if he's like, the same age, if he's anything. Yeah, I don't like, know if it's I don't know if it's more about the age or just like texting first. Like obviously yeah. they know each other, right? Other mm-hmm. I mean, she's thinking about him all day. Yeah. And they're they obviously have each other's numbers. Yeah. So and I th- also think that it doesn't, you can just text and doesn't have to be like so serious. Yeah. You know? I know we talk about like how that worked for us, but I feel like every time you post something about it on like TikTok, there's so many comments of people being like, like, girl, I made the first move too. And we've been together 20 years or like, like so many people who yeah. are like, there's also people that are like, we'll never do this. Yeah. But if you're willing to do it, yeah, do it. If you're thinking it. about doing it, if you yeah. have the confidence to do it, like no need to hold back because like, oh, the guy's supposed to make the first move or whatever. Yeah. Like that's just not the case anymore. Yeah. I just think I don't really know for me what came over was just kind of like I didn't want to not do it because mm-hmm. I didn't think that you would. or I don't know. I just was like, I'm just going to I don't want to wait any longer. Type yeah. Of thing. So I just was like, all right, I'm going to do it. It worked out. I'm obviously not guaranteeing that it's going to work out, but mm-hmm. I think you just have like a lot more to gain than you have to lose. Yeah. You'll feel better after you just try it. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is, hi, I'm going to a destination wedding and I'm getting so anxious about it. My husband and I do not stay at resorts often. They feel stale to me and don't allow me the opportunity to see the culture. In my opinion... I am having a hard time hyping myself up to have a good time while we are there. We will be there for seven days. Seven days. This group likes to stay up super late. 2 a.m. is the norm. Drink heavy, etc. They know I like to go to bed early and I have no guilt around that. My husband and I had a great chat about me setting aside and having my alone time to recharge, excusing myself from having to go to dinners, etc. Any additional advice on how I can make the best of my time? The resort looks beautiful. It's in a country we've never been to before, and we spent a lot of money. That's tough. I can see if it's like a close friend group. Obviously, the pressure to stay up late, you know, party the whole week everywhere you're going, that can be really hard. I also think 
I mean, for going for that long, like people have to understand that you're not going to be involved in everything. Yeah. Like people are staying up late. It's like, hey, we did this last night. Like I'm going to go to bed. This is night number four. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like. So I don't really have guilt around like going to bed early either. I think something as we get older too with like friend groups is kind of like no one's like maybe they're going to think about it for like one second and probably Mm -hmm. say like, oh, she's so boring. And then they're going to they don't care. Yeah. Then they get over it and then it's like you go back to your normal lives after that week and it's just the same thing. Like no mm. one's holding it against you that you might feel like they are, but like you just have to do what you want to do. Also, you're going there for someone else's wedding. So part of me is like just take the week and try and be the best friend or whatever that you can be at this mm-hmm. resort. Like no, it's not a resort that you would pick. Of course not. No weddings are places that like you would pick for yourself. Mm-hmm. You always have to spend a lot of money for weddings. They're annoying. I get it. Like I feel that with weddings too. It's like the person whose wedding it is is thinking about themselves. They're not thinking about other people. So, and that's fine. It's their mm-hmm. wedding. So like you just kind of have to go into it with the mindset. I feel like of changing your mindset to be like, this is not for me. This is for this person, and I'm just gonna be a good sport. Yeah. Yeah, that's an expensive uh, good sport um, yeah. trip. But, yeah, you bring up a good point. You're not going there well, I see for... Both sides. Yeah. You know, like, no, you don't... Ha- you're there for seven days. You don't have to, like, do every single thing and be, you know, like, I don't think that's expected. Mm-hmm. I just think you have to have a little bit of both, like... Yeah, you, you know, got to be able to give how- a little bit and maybe... Um, give a little bit more than you would like but also be okay and know that you're allowed to like do what you want to do yeah or even like you know the the staying up late well that sounds terrible to me but staying up late and you're good at that sometimes yeah having club soda with lime instead of yeah vodka club soda i don't think force you to drink like it's yeah there's certain choices where like you don't have to stay up till 2 a.m. You don't have to drink a ton of alcohol. Like, you can have a few and then... Yeah. And maybe maybe we'll try and hard. steal back some of your personal time in the morning while everybody else yeah. is hungover. I get it, though. I get why it's hard because it's like... Oh, yeah. You don't want to disappoint people. And, like, at least for me, I'm, like, such a people pleaser that, like, I don't want to make people <clears throat> upset. And I want to make... I want everyone to like me, you know? So I get mm-hmm. the, like... The hesitation around it. Seven days is a long time, though. That's a really long time. I'm trying to think. Have well, we ever? It sounds like they've extended because yeah. it's like a somewhere. Yeah, maybe it's cool. a big, big place, big resort, and yeah. I do think also your comment about not being able to experience the culture. Um, I feel like with people there, though, you still can experience the culture. Yeah. And the only reason I say that is like when we went to Anguilla, like we didn't leave the resort once, mm-hmm. but we were able to like interact with people that work at the um that were working at the hotel at the resort to like like that's how for me that's how you experience the culture in that way like you're yeah. meeting the people asking about their lives having conversations with them mm-hmm. yeah i get that's different than you know being out in the streets of wherever being yeah. at the restaurants being at the yeah. whatever but it's getting to still know the people there and like you know, oh, so learning about their lives. Days, don't you? I don't know. You're not leaving the resort at all. Like that seems like a lot. That does. Yeah. It does seem like a lot to not leave at all. Yeah, that would be a maybe long. Maybe there time. are days where you will be. Like maybe there's like activities that they have planned or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe extend another day. Is that helpful? Hopefully. Mm. Okay. I've been single since I was 22, and I am now 26, and I've been dating all this time. How do I re-enter the dating scene? I haven't been dating all this time. I guess so. That's not what... It, maybe there's a mistake there. Mm. Yeah. How do I re-enter the dating scene? Hmm. Hmm. I'm like the worst person to ask. Yeah. Um. Do you have the dating apps? That's what I would <laughs> say. Do you have the dating apps? Download the dating I, apps. Yeah. Go. I feel like it's just about like starting. Like Yeah. There people, there's this huge, I don't know if it's a stigma around like just dating when like Mm -hmm. people think of dating now and they think of it as what it is today, because of course that is different than what it used to be. But I feel like people need to remember what dating actually is. Yeah. And like that it's going to meet people and seeing if you have a connection Mm -hmm. instead of, and I know it's harder because a lot of people are out there for different things and 
people are deceiving and their profiles are weird and whatever. But I think you just have to like remember the purpose of it. Why did people date a hundred years ago? Like dating yeah. has been around for a really long time. It's Forever. not just Tinder. Yeah. Um, I was reading something recently, actually about an upcoming podcast episode, and it was somebody talking about um she was writing that she doesn't think she can ever get married because she's a serial dater and she loves, loves dating. Oh my and I was like, when I think about that, that's actually really cool because she just like loves to get to know people. She, yeah. And when I think about dating, there is like, it's, it's usually a pretty fun thing to do. Like yeah, you're meeting be. somebody new, you're going out, dinner, drinks, hang out. Right. Like, everyone's and there's, taking it too seriously. Yeah. So much pressure. Well, there's, yeah, there's the so one. much pressure. There's so much fear of dating when I think a lot of dates, dating is usually fun unless it's like, yeah, it's like, okay, that person and I had no connection. So that wasn't fun, but I, I think, don't know. Yeah. I feel like eight out of 10, you're going to have some type of connection. I, I hope mm -hmm. I'm not way off here because I haven't done it. I but mean, to both of our points, <clears throat> I think. I think everybody is like putting a lot of pressure because they want to find the one. Mm -hmm. I get it. Yeah. At the same time, it should be a fun process. I feel like if you take the pressure off, it should be like, also, I can get to know a lot of different people. Maybe this could be good for work. Maybe this could be good just in general, just to like, yeah. if you like talking to people and, you know, a lot of times I find myself talking to random people and I'm like, wait, they're so interesting or like, yeah. wait, that's so cool. Like, I want to just kind of like get to know them. Hmm. I see how it can be exhausting after a while. Definitely. But I think I th it's just about like new perspectives too. I think one part of it too is dating is different than like searching. So dating yeah. is just like exploring. Searching, you're like, oh, I'm on my, my I'm going to find the person I'm going to marry. Or, oh, I'm going to find this exact person, like one uh, like strict image of what you're looking for. Which I think searching is probably pretty stressful because you're like, you're, you're kind of a little bit of like closed mind. I'm just looking for this one thing where dating is almost just like exploring. Like, it's just like, let's go see what's out there. Let's go meet and let's have fun. And yeah. I think that mindset with it can actually help make it like easier to get back into it, which is like what this person is asking. Yeah. Like how can I do it? It's like, take some of the pressure off yourself. Think about the fun aspects of it and lead yeah. with that. I'm going on a date tonight. Newly dating after a breakup, long-term relationship. I had a first date with a great guy. He's basically a huge green flag and we've known each other for a long time. We hadn't seen each other in a few years. I do think I could really start liking him, but I ended a long-term relationship only a few months ago. I don't want to rush things and look like this person who can't stay single but also don't want to be missing out on something potentially really good. What would you advise? We have the I best would, advice. What? I think yeah. you have the best advice for this. Well, uh, we've had this conversation in real life not yeah. that long ago yeah. with somebody. Mm -hmm. Somebody that we're really close Really with. close with. And that person is now in love with their new person. Yeah. And it's... And I think this happens a lot. A lot. Once you move on from a long relationship, and I mean, this is a little bit of like what happened with me and us, is... You're in a relationship for a long time where you you start to um, like hone in and focus a little bit more on exactly what you're looking for. And and that can mean a lot of different things. Um, but you start to learn more about what you're looking for. And then you can find that pretty uh, like more quickly after a relationship ends. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, uh, you start putting all these different stipulations in your brain of like what this person wrote in saying i'm newly out of a relationship and i don't want people to think that right. i'm it's like who cares what mean? people yeah. think like it's your life it's your love life go do it yeah if you're into this person go be with them and if other people are putting their opinions around it who cares like and it also sounds like you're putting your own like negative opinion on it already mm -hmm. like block that out you've got to just go for it and be in you know, explore this person and the possibilities with it. Imagine missing out on something amazing because your fear of what other people thought. 
because you're f- afraid that this is too soon, even though it's been months after a previous long-term relationship. And also, like, too soon out of a previous relationship means nothing because the relationship ended yeah. for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, that is something people really don't get. Like, the relationship was meant to come to an end, so now you're moving on to something else. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need the time Unless you feel like you need the time. And clearly, yeah. you're meeting other people and you're okay. So that means that you don't need the time. A lot of people put this like pressure around other people in the world that they need a specific amount of time after each relationship. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, how do you... It's too soon. How do you How do you move on? It's too soon for you, but it doesn't mean it's too soon for someone else. Yeah. Definitely I agree with that. Hi, Jules and Pat. I'm having such a hard time finding a job and it's so discouraging. I know I'm good at what I do, social media manager stuff, but it's so hard when nobody has faith in you just from a quick interview. Also sucks because I've pretty much been a student since kindergarten. Then when I was in my master's, changed my mind on this career path. I got pregnant and have been a stay-at-home mom, so I don't have real experience. Anyway, hard to keep going when you keep getting denied time and time again. While I'm here shooting my shot, if you guys ever start to feel overwhelmed and need an assistant, I'm your girl and a great Dane mom too. Thanks. Love oh, <laughs> she's hired. Um, <clears throat> this is a very like real feeling. Even we feel like this a lot of the yeah. time. Like everybody does. And I think what makes it worse is that you're seeing what people are doing or what you think they're doing from the outside. And it's like, you just really have no idea. And there's been a lot of times where I've that been proved right about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the like while this question is about a job and about, you know, that social media role, whatever, it's really about what do you do when something you really want isn't going the way you want it. And that is definitely something I mean, it's definitely something that we can relate with. I think it's something that a lot of people can relate with. Mm -hmm. Um, You and I have this conversation a lot about one of the hardest things to do is to just keep going. And a lot of times you don't know when that break that you're looking for is going to happen, but you just have to keep going. Yeah. And if it's something, and obviously that all comes down to like how motivated you are, how important this thing is to you. And if you're motivated and it's important, then like, yeah, just keep going. And that is maybe just the simplest but best advice I feel like I can give. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, it's hard. Like, I know the feeling. Everybody knows the feeling of when you've been, you feel like you've been working so hard and you're not getting any recognition. Mm-hmm. And that's because out of 50 people, only one person is going to recognize you. Like, the whole thing that everybody talks about. And it's like, it's very true. I feel like we get mm-hmm. more no's than you ever get yeses. So, also think about all the stuff that like has gone right um and if it's something yes like you said if it's something that you love like don't give up on it because yeah. you won't be happy finding something else you know mm-hmm. yeah i think there's probably things that could be done from like a i don't know reviewing your resume or like what kind of jobs are you applying for what are you looking at and those are all like the the tactical side things to it and very important but it sounds like you know the the issue you're running into is like a motivation and mentality thing yeah which is normal and i think absolutely normal okay now i'm ready sorry getting situated here Uh, our couch is crinkly i've been with my husband for 10 years we met young and i'm ready to move on but i don't know how to break it to him I have so much love for him and want the best for him, but I just don't think it's right for me anymore. Is there a nice way to do it? Okay. (laughs) Julia, we just had to like pause the recording because Julia's like excited for me to answer this one. (laughs) No, I just, first of all, it's different than others that we get. Yeah, this is very different. And I just think that there's a lot of perspectives on this. There there are a lot of perspectives on this. There is. There's a lot. And I... I think it's important to talk about because I feel like sometimes in relationships, mm-hmm. they don't work out anymore and it's also okay. Like, yeah. and we've talked about this. If there's a point where either one of us is just not happy and it's not working and there's no fixing it, and this is after 
you know, we're trying to work on it, yeah. whatever it is, and it's just we're not happy, then I don't want to be together, even mm-hmm. if it's you who's not happy, you know? Yeah. And I think that a lot of people stay together because of kids or because of, you know, one reason that doesn't make them happy. And divorce is just like it shouldn't be as serious. Yeah. Like it's a serious thing. I'm not saying that. It just shouldn't be what I think it is. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I, I agree with what you said. I think there is, um, and obviously, like, you and I are no experts no, at this. Not at all. But we have talked about it, and we and are willing to talk theory. about it, which um, I think is the helpful part of this podcast. But, so I think of a, a few different things that come to mind for me. One is, there's been such a, a built-up stigma around like divorce and separation when and I know those two things are so hard and they are painful and they are you know challenging and uncomfortable but I think those are two things that are um that can be really impactful on people's journey journey to happiness if you are in a position where you have um you are you've been married to this person for 10 years and everything that you have tried to make it work is not working and your uh your life is at a standstill you are you know you want to get out and that is like genuine and sincere then i don't think you should have to be st- not stuck but you, i don't think you have to stay in that relationship um And the hard part about how you bring that up to that person, like you have to expect heartbreak. You have to expect tears. You have to expect pain. And so wanting to do it in a nice way is possible, but the expectation has to be that. Yeah. You are breaking someone's heart. You're going to. Yeah. This is there's no nice way to. It's not like you're like, hey, I spilled the milk and didn't have time to clean it up. Like, no, Um, it's and honestly, like. Divorce is a lot of work. Like, yeah. it's not just like a, hey, we're breaking up. Like, you're going to sign paperwork and have whatever. Like, yeah. so, but I do think all of that, all of that to say, like, doing it in the most sincere and genuine way is, like, the only way to go about it. Yeah. Like, leading with your feelings and um, a lawyer would probably never tell you to do that. They would say just to make it strictly... Mm-hmm. Um, professional but this and, is and not you somebody have so much love for this person you said so yeah it's like you know you don't want to hurt them but i think if they have the same love for you eventually they will understand mm-hmm. but i mean gonna be yeah painful. yeah th- th- you don't want to hurt them but this is gonna hurt them yeah like it's gonna be brutal yeah but there is um i don't want to say there's a way to go about it that helps minimize it because there isn't at least i don't think there is but I think the way to go about it is just being true to yourself, being true to your partner, being true to, you know, what you're feeling and how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is stuff that you've brought up to your partner already. And who knows if you bring it up to him and say, hey, you know, it's been crappy for a while. Like they might reply and say, yeah, I know. Or they might reply and say, well, what can I change? Or, you know, there, there may be ways to salvage. Yeah. But. There also may not be. So I'm giving you all the luck in the world because I know, I don't know, but I'm, I can imagine that this would be like the hardest thing ever. I feel like more, I have a, I have a bigger fear of like me getting like that towards you than you wanting, like, you know what I mean? Like having to, yeah. to do, be the one to like. Going into that conversation, I can't imagine how I would feel Yeah. if I was like, and you'd like. If what? If I was coming to you, like, without you really, not knowing, but not expecting it. right? I feel like I would know. You'd hope you know. I can't imagine not having any. Like, it would be like you coming to me right now. And I'd be like, wait, what? Like. Well, because you're not looking for it right now. But if I was like. Exactly. No one's ever looking for it, though. Yeah. One one of my um, favorite Sam Hunt songs Mm -hmm. is When Was It Over? And. For you. But. (laughs) He just talks about all these different situations throughout the song where it's like, I kind of should have known 
when it was over, when I came home crying and you didn't ask what was wrong. Like, mm-hmm. or when was it over when you didn't answer three phone calls nor text me back? Yeah. Like, those are things that you're like, oh, now that you tell me it's over, I should have seen that. Yeah. But, you know, you kind of get these blinders. I'm 27. I'm a 27 year old female and in a very happy, long distance, monogamous relationship. That means, what does monogamous mean? One on one. I've only ever dated men, but have always felt some queerness in myself. Mm. I identify as pansexual, but have only dated men. Mm-hmm. So what is pansexual? Pansexual means they're open to anything. Okay. I think. Only dated men. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been with my current partner for 18 months and I love him. I recently met a female who I'm drawn to in a way I've never felt before. She is kind, hilarious, and striking. Over the weekend, she kissed me, and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it since. She's all I can think about. I'm feeling guilty because I love my partner, but I can't stop thinking about her. Do I try and venture into an open relationship? Do I try and shut down this attraction? I'm terrified of missing this and always wondering what if. Okay, this is crazy because I I just can't. I mean, like, I'm only attracted to men. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that almost makes it easier because... Like, I can't imagine being attracted to both, yeah. to anything, could, because there's way more opportunity, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, yeah. yeah. Um, and especially, like, if, you know, you're saying that you've never kind of dealt into this queerness that you know you have, so I feel like my first thought is, like, you have to kind of see that through. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be, like, suppressing that for, like, the rest of your life, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going to say, too, around this. Um, If you know you're interested in, like, um, in this queerness and this female that just kissed you, and if you don't explore that further, I think you're always going to feel like you're suppressing part of who you are. Mm -hmm. And I think in the When's long the best time to explore it, if it's not now. Yeah, exactly. Especially while you're you um, feel an attraction. Yeah, to and you're aware of it. You know what's going on. You know you're how you're feeling. What? You're not married. Yeah, yeah. You're not married after ten years and have to tell that person you want to divorce. Well, you're not, I'm saying like, but yeah, you're committed to someone, of course. But yeah. it's way different than being like. And I also think there is so much more of a um uh, so much more of like an open-minded discussion around what a relationship looks like and i think historically yes man and woman and now there are just so many different types and shapes and sizes of what a relationship is that like nothing is gonna surprise people um and I'm, I'm saying that because trying to bring it up to your current partner and saying, hey, here's where I'm at. We've been together for 18 months. I I love you. You're great. Um, this is something that I'm dealing with. Not dealing with, but this is something I'm exploring internally. This is what happens. And, you know, here are my thoughts and my feelings. How does that resonate with you? I'm wondering if, but, if they know. Yeah, I'm not sure. You know. Yeah, I would assume not just because they didn't like yeah. explicitly say that. But um and I think that having that conversation with your current partner who is a male is um like that will help lead you to the to where you should yeah, go. To the decision. If your partner is like, Well, I don't support that, I'm out, then there you go. Right? What or if, if so supportive. Yeah, then then they might they might be supportive and then you're talking about well then no then you're talking about that open relationship and i think that is something that is also very common and you know you you see that more and more you know your partner might surprise you and say like you don't know what their response really is gonna be um and again this is something just like the divorce question this is something i think what you were trying to say it's hard for us to for you and I to like resonate with how hard that situation is Mm -hmm. because we are two straight men and women. Like Mm -hmm. I only have eyes for me, for you. (laughs) Um, but 
to think that how hard this could be. And it's, it's gotten so much closer to home for me. I was home with my parents. Uh, was it this past? No, whatever week ago. And I was um, talking to my dad about one of my best friends who came out as bisexual. And that was really like the first, the closest person to me. And the more I've learned about like his journey and his process and his, you know, everything, the more I've more understanding of, of what that experience is because it is not something I've experienced. Mm -hmm. So let's do one more. Okay. Can we end with an easy one, please? Hey guys, love you both. I have been living in Brooklyn since college now and I'm from New Jersey. Recently feel like I'm getting older and kind of having less fun here. Everyone's busy. I don't want to drink as much, etc. Problem is I started my own business and it relies on mostly being here for now. I met a guy from home who I like and I've been missing my siblings too and just don't know what is right. I don't want to give up my own life to be there for others and end up neglecting myself, if that makes sense. Would love to hear how moving away has shifted your perspective. This is another good one. I think you, and when I say you, the person who wrote this in is like every place, every every person, every relationship, every venture, like serves a purpose. And for this person who wrote this in, it's like Brooklyn served their purpose to them of when they were here and, and sounds like they had a good time, launched a business here. And now it's like, okay, it's not fulfilling me in the way that it used to. So what can I make change? Uh, what changes can I make to feel more fulfilled? I understand like feeling like, you know, it's not as fun. Like everyone's busy. Like I get that because it's like, you think you're going to have like a, a million things to do all the time, all of the friends, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, people are just busy and like nobody has time for anybody other than themselves yeah. pretty much. And I feel like that's kind of what's hard about like getting older is like realizing that like you don't have the same like friend group you did. Like everybody's just doing what they want to do. And most of it is not with other people, I feel like. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think it has to be like prioritized into like what's the most important thing right now. And if it's your business, then like you should stay. Mm -hmm. And that would not, that would be focusing on you. Like you're going to have a lot of time to like see your family and your significant other. And like, I, I think that if you're still in a spot where you have to be somewhere for your business, then I'm in a place with yeah. that right now too. So that's how I feel. Yeah, definitely. I mean, us moving here to Brooklyn was distancing ourselves from our family. Yeah. Not intentionally, but we knew that was part of the equation. Um, and it was at a time when we were like, our biggest motivator is each other mm -hmm. and professional. Yeah. So we were like, okay, let's double down on that for the time being. And find other ways to make it work with those relationships back home. Yeah. All right. I'll just do one more. We're going to add one more in here um, because we just read this one and we both like it. I've started, I've started noticing that I ask about my friends' lives and I'm so interested with their lives, but we can hang out for an entire weekend together and no one will ever ask anything about me and my life. What are your guys' thoughts? I think that I deal with this all the time, but I also feel like I have to like check myself sometimes and be like, is there other, like almost like a love language? Like, is there other mm -hmm. things that they do that you don't do? Are they doing it maliciously? Probably not. It's probably just slipping their mind. I do understand how annoying that can be though. Cause you want them to want to know your life just like you want to know their life. So yeah, I get it's like, it's it's an annoying thing. I don't know if there's like a solution because you're not going to come out and be like, hey, this is what's going on. But you also can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I would do, I think. I think your comment about like the love language thing, like that's how you show interest in other people's lives by asking and, and diving with questions where they might be thinking they're showing love in another way um in regards right. to your life so maybe try and see if you can find how they're showing love towards you in another way it's really um, hard too because you just want to be like hey i'm over here like, somebody asked, asked me about your life like hey what about me do you even care yeah and that's like where my brain immediately goes to when that happens because i'm like 
I, I don't know. Some people also just are wrapped up in themselves and not in a bad way. Like, I think they're just not like, sometimes I have to remind myself like, oh, call this person or like, oh, wait, what? Yeah. They just moved. Like, and I think like some people are doing things and then you're not realizing that they're doing those things because you're doing your own thing and then you forget. And I just think try to give people like grace. Yeah. The word is. I think there's also a I little bit that for myself is what I'm saying. Yeah. There's also a little bit of like defense mechanism when people aren't asking where I'll give you an example of this. So I feel like with some of my friends, they don't ask me about like my job and my life mm -hmm. because one, they see a lot of it on social media and two, because I think there's just the assumption that like I'm really happy and that they're not therefore they don't want to talk about me and my happiness yeah, totally. they're like well I already, I already know about your life you post on social media so yes. i don't need to ask yes um which i hate yeah <laughs> exactly and you know like that's not the same thing as asking no absolutely it's very different or people are like they're always like oh you guys were just doing this and i'm like oh yeah i just posted that but that was from six months ago like yeah, we can or, talk about yeah, it like, like that's not all of that I don't post every single thing about my no, life. No, every single media. second like, of every a lot single of day. Stuff that we could talk about that wouldn't be on what you see. Yeah. And I th so I think people use that as like a defense mechanism. Like, I'm not going to ask you because I'm afraid you're going to say X, Y, Z. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid you're going to say how happy you are. Or I'm afraid you're going to say. That's a huge possibility. Yeah, That they of just course. don't want to know because they think that you're happier than them. Or the other way. I feel like sometimes with you, I don't ask you because I don't want to. What? If you're going to go out a neg negative spiral, I don't want to bring it up. You know? Yeah. So I, I think that could go either way. And maybe if that's something that they're, your friends are doing intentionally, my guess is they're not doing it maliciously, though. Yeah, I would just kind of think about those things and think about which ones you think yeah. are doing it for what reason. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, I think that was the last one. Thank you guys for listening and for being patient with us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. There's a highlight on our Instagram if you ever want to write in for advice, and you can do it anytime. Mm -hmm. I think the first one we read was from a few weeks ago, so we just like missed it. And if we missed yours, we always have them to go back to. So definitely write in. Um, you can also send us a DM. If you want to leave us a review, that would be amazing. We would really appreciate that on Apple or Spotify um and yeah i think that's it yeah what well i don't i just was about to say something and then just i don't know okay. bit my tongue right. but yeah um thank you guys again we'll see you next week you guys bye